welcome to the Three Ball Guys Talk Marketing Podcast with Three Ball Guys. Fred Peritsky of FCP Digital, Paul Schindel of Three Bears Communications, and freelance writer Rodney Warner. Welcome back, folks, and thanks for joining us once again for Three Bald Guys Talk Marketing with me, Rodney Warner, freelance commercial writer. Paul Schindel, uh, Three Bears Communications, Advertising Marketing Communications in Princeton and serving all of New Jersey and the East Coast. And Fred Peritsky, FZP Digital, full-service digital marketing agency specializing in website design in Richborough, Bucks County in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All right, and and today our guest is Sevi Adat, if I've pronounced that correctly. Great. And and you know, introduce yourself. What? Tell us about yourself. Yep. So I am uh, Sevi Adat, and uh, I am the founder of uh, Princeton Perfume Company. Uh, the company's been uh, in existence uh, for just under two years now, uh, and uh, and I started. The, I I spent. Over 30 years in corporate life, uh, designing scents, many iconic scents uh, for big, uh, big companies. In 2017, um, I've, 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 I was with three companies previously. Uh, and then in 2017, after a, a pretty successful career, I was, uh, I was let go by my last company. That happens. Ceremoniously. And, and that happens. Well, yeah. ceremoniously better that's, than that's really better good. Than just right. Congratulations! So many of us, <laughs> we're just kind of given the box to clean out your desk, and then you're like shown the door. So that's oh, that's ceremonious for me. <laughs> 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 I was actually yeah, it's pretty pretty much you know I, a, I came in and I was told uh, uh, I, I had the human resource person and the new 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 guy who'd taken over the division waiting for me. And they said, "Today's you know your last Today, day. Yeah. Sorry, here is the box. So yeah, here's the box. Thanks for you your know, service. We'll walk you out. Yeah, and, and that was ceremonious. And that's <laughs> and Very that's nice. that's the me. way corporate America exactly. fires people. Yes, you know when I, when I went to uh, I went to law school, I went to law school part time, and I went to I, I, a lot of my fellow students worked for insurance companies, mm. and they said you knew you lost your job when you're when you're a computer." password didn't work anymore and that was like once that didn't work yeah. you knew what was going to happen next yeah. that's why the three of us aren't in corporate america anymore. i know yes four four now four of us <laughs> because i'm i'm done with corporate america i'm done with corp, corporate work to be honest with you so, well, so, so this, welcome welcome to the entrepreneurial world thank you would, would listeners or us know of the sense that you worked on in the past i mean are they I, what, um, what did you work on I've worked on many, many uh, brands, yeah, and what I mean by that is that uh, we have we work for companies who who own brands, yes, companies like Procter and Gamble, Unilever, Estee Lauder, yeah. and they come to the us. They come to us to supply them with the creative juice mm-hmm. for their brand. You 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 make the liquid. And they put put it in they a package. They put the name on it exactly. Right. So were these like perfumes, like 
in like yes. uh, like 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 soap, or was a perfume like perfume that you'd put on your body? Or I worked across the range, across the range from Essay Lauder. I worked on Febreze. I actually started my career working with SCJ on Glade. Glade. Yeah. Wow. wow. I worked on Downey. Congratulations. Right? <laughs> Mr. We have Mr. Glade himself here. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I, I, I did some work for S.C. Johnson years okay. back as well yeah. and had the privilege actually of going to their facility in outside of Milwaukee, Racine. which is a be- in Racine, yes. a beautiful um, Frank yes, Lloyd Wright building. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's fabulous. Yes, yes. So I, work, I started my career with them. And then went on to working for perfume companies who supply the juice. Um, and what's your educational background? I understand you're a chemist, so... I am. I am by a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. But my educational background, I, I didn't go to college. I studied and worked part-time. Okay. Excellent. I studied part-time and worked. So yeah. I, I need to ask, tell us about your nose, because <laughs> you may know chemistry, you may know that sure. mixing A and B is a better combination, but how does the nose work? Oh, it it's continu- my certainly from my experience. First of all, when you say tell us about your nose, I I would say net net my nose pays for my mortgage. Yes, <laughs> yeah. certainly. Nice. That's excellent. Um, how does it, it's 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 an analytical tool. Yeah, once you once you know how to use the nose, for example, and you may know this, but uh, when you eat, seventy five percent of what you taste is down to the smell. Okay, yeah. so that's how powerful your nose is, and it it is. It's literally an analytical tool. So, should you chew with your mouth open? Uh, that's a good good question. I, I have no idea, to be honest. <laughs> That's a good question. It's worth a try. Yeah. As long as you don't offend anybody, yeah. I suppose. My mother but always told me not to, but maybe it makes sense. Okay. Right. But the sense of, you know, the nose, the sense of smell, your limbic system is closest to your nose. Okay. Yeah. So it it really is a very, very powerful tool. Yes. And and people don't realize how powerful it is. They use they know in everyday life they make many decisions based on the nose, but they never realize how powerful it can be, and you only realize it once you lose your sense of smell, anosmic, anosmia, for example. So you know, yes. I, I guess I guess some how a, how with something smells could also be used in marketing. Well, of for sure, yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like I've Absolutely. always I've always wondered. I've heard yep. some perfumes smell differently. On different people, or people react differently. What what causes what causes something like that to happen? It's skin, skin physiology. But but generally, you know, yes, they do. But I would say overall, ninety percent of the time, they smell the same on pretty much all skins. Yeah, uh, maybe there are some uh, cultural uh, differences in skin biology. You know, if uh, if you eat spicy food versus non-spicy food. you will react differently Mm -hmm. to the different smells. But generally, when you wear a perfume, it it smells... If you wear Chanel 5, generally everyone will be able to tell you that you're wearing Chanel 5. So I have to diverge just a second and ask a question that 
I imagine has been asked before, what happened to Chanel 4 and Chanel 6? Ah, uh, that's a good question. So Chanel 5, and, and, the, re- and the reason I, I can talk really about that is because Coco Chanel was the inspiration behind right. the Heaven the heaven Scent, the Princeton Perfume Company, some of the perfumes that we have in our collection. Okay. Yeah. And the reason is, uh, what, what happened to four... When you start developing a, a, a perfume, it's not your first attempt. It can be, it can be, but generally speaking, there are a number of experiments that that one would conduct. Yeah, um, one with maybe more lavender or maybe more musk, whatever. But essentially, there are a number. Now, Chanel Five came into being because. Coco Chanel was presented with a number of experiments, and she selected one which she thought was the one that would represent what she was her vision was for the perfume, the brand, the brand. And the reason for five was because five is her lucky number. Ah, so it wasn't necessarily the, the fifth sense, no. but she labeled it that way. Yes. Oh, that's great. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. So yeah. so after decades of, of doing this for others, mm-hmm. um, you're doing it for yourself. I am. I am. And, and, uh, and there, there is a story behind that, and it, it's to do with how perfumes can create memories. I, I liken sense to an experience that can be like a time machine. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I, for, for example, for me personally, my story, when the day I got married, I remember my wife, how beautiful she looked, and I went to whisper in her ear, and, and I could smell rose, <laughs> carnation, <laughs> okay, and clove. And that's how sensitive my... So I could smell those three ingredients. And that, they basically led to me smelling eternity Etern- by Calvin yeah. Klein. Right. Huh. And that was what she was wearing. Wow. Now, when, I, when I got married, I think <laughs> I just smelled my own sweat. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, you know, and that's... And I didn't, I didn't... You don't think anything of it, but then years later, when I'm faced with a situation where I, I'm thinking, what do I do... Uh, and I've got to follow my passion for perfume, and I've got to—I want to make people happy and smile through through the power of perfume. This is what led me to creating this company. Yeah. And so, tell us about your your products and what you're doing to share them with the world. So I can tell you about my products, and and I'll, I'll share some of what I'm doing. I'm, I don't feel I'm doing enough, but I'll, I'll share with you. Well, you came to the right place for that. <laughs> So what am I doing? I what am I? Uh, I have first of all my products. So I have a collection under Princeton Perfume Company. I have now have five services. Okay, um, and to take a step back, prior to Princeton Perfume Company, the name of my company was Heaven Scent, and Heaven Scent um, was too narrow, and and people really didn't understand. When, when, when I said I own a company called Heaven Sent, their second brain would be thinking, what Adoption do you do? Or what something. do you do? 
yeah, or spiritual place, or you know. So, so uh, earlier this year, I changed the name to Princeton Perfume Company, and in the process, I expand, uh, broadened my target audience. So now, under Princeton Perfume Company, I have a collection of perfumes under the Heaven Scent brand, right? And that's a collection of five perfumes, um, and th- these are personal perfumes, they're, they're rollable perfumes, so they're not sprays, they're roll-ons. And the idea being that you can actually customize your own signature scent by rolling one on one wrist, one on another, and you can blend the two, yeah? And that becomes your, cust- mm. your custom signature scent. To go with those perfumes, we have candles, and again, a collection of five candle scents. And these are not uh, your heavy, sweet, cloying ca- candles. Not Yankee Candle. Uh, I, I didn't want to mention any names. And, and I, I'll you know. mention them. Uh, and they are it's heavy and like cloying. cinnamon and apple and things like that. Exactly. They're not, but they're very, very fine, subtle fragrances. And, and you know, really work well. And I've made sure that they do give you the right experience. Now, you know, they are aimed not at the Yankee consumer, but much more at the luxury end of the market. Yeah. So that's the Heaven Sent brand. And what am I doing for the major focus for that has been um, on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I'm, I'm doing a lot of work on Facebook uh, advertising, literally posting twice a day. Are you doing paid uh, advertising also on Facebook? And, and, and boosting advertise, boosting some of the posts from time to time. And really trying to generate, first of all, a community, an audience who follows the brand. Right. That's the first step. Uh, and what I'm planning to do is to keep that going up until about May next year. That will give me six months worth of analytics to see how uh, that brand and platform are compatible and whether I'm getting any traction mm. from that. And then the other promotion and advertising is literally face-to-face. Okay, so um, doing shows, going to networking groups, right. um, you know, talking to whoever will listen mm-hmm. to me. Doing podcasts. Doing podcasts, okay. for example, yeah. Um, but but really, that's... that's. And I did an activity, um, an analysis of where my return on investment is coming from. Yeah. And, and most of it, amongst about 15 activities, most of it is coming from face-to-face. Yeah, which I want to change, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, so I, I would say that's that's not surprising on the one hand. Okay. And hearing you speak makes me think that people are probably very uh, open to to what you have to say. Yes. And that's that's great. And, of course, the, the problem with that is there's only one of you. Exactly. And to get to scale exactly. takes a little more oomph. Yes. And I just want to yes. make clear to the listeners, it's not like you have a retail outlet. No. You, d- you don't have a store. You're not set up in some department store. No. Do you sell through the website, through I, e-commerce? I sell through the e-commerce website. Now, my original website 
there was I was getting no traffic, no traffic at all, and and therein lay one of the one of the many learnings as an entrepreneur, I guess, is that uh, uh, you first of all have to build trust yeah. with your consumer, and the first level of trust is not necessarily the brand or the product it's to do with money and credit card security and i 100 percent yeah and i found that just through talking with people that they wouldn't use the website because they still were not fully trusting of a new company or a new product so what i did with Princeton Perfume Company is we built the website and the e-commerce part takes the consumer straight to Etsy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. With with the thinking, right or wrong, the thinking that people would have more trust in uh, paying for something through Etsy than they would through Princeton Perfume Company. And as much as the the three of us are so involved in digital marketing, I would imagine it's not easy to buy a perfume online when you have to. No. Do, when you go into a department store, where I I used to work at a department store when I was in college, and they still do the same thing: start to spray you as yes. you walk in. And the TV commercials are such productions; yes. you almost forget that it's about perfume. Yes. Very they're true. selling sex. It really well, is what it's about. It's, a, it's, <laughs> yes. that, it's that branding yeah. thing. Yes. You and know, and I was going to say, you know, the internet, I mean, you could you could learn a lot through the internet, but you're not going to learn what something smells like. No. 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 And therein lies, There's lies the another challenge. Right. Not yeah, yet. Someday we probably will be able to. You know, smell of vision is yeah. not that far <laughs> off. Um, but but having said that, I think I think there are ways around it. Um, and And... The you know what better way than through through offering um, sampling for example right yeah, right. yeah. Um, at at minimum cost and you just pay for shipping and you can only do that really through the digital uh, through Correct. a digital platform you know so, have you, you thought know. is is there any way to visualize what these senses smell like either through yes. colors or images or yes. I have actually and and when I first started with the five cents. I Why don't have, you tell us about those five sure. cents? What do they actually smell like? Sure. So the first one is is really built on rose, yeah, and I call it red velvet rose. Okay. Okay. So without going into all the details on the ingredients, I would say that the key component there is a mod. Um, it's a modernized rose perfume. Okay. okay. And remember, I said that uh, my first memory was of my wedding day and it was rose and carnation so you know it's it's built along those lines yeah now with that and the other four perfumes that we have in the collection what i have done is i i worked with a video uh, production guy and we've we've actually made a 20 15 to 20 second video clip of each perfume where each of the ingredients pop up on the screen and go into the bottle and out comes a heart with the name of the perfume. Nice. So it's a kind of it kind of tells people, okay, I like lavender, I like this, you know, and, and it comes in. Right. So I have five. I have a rose, another one which is much more of a tropical uh 
perfume called Passion Flower Kiss. Okay, uh, and then and then and that's is based is based on passion flower and uh, tropical fruits. Um, and then I have uh, Deep Amber Glow, which is which is really um, I, I was thinking of uh, Valentine's, where you have chocolate, for example, which right. is which is very very. Uh, and strawberry, yeah. So this this perfume is built on those two ingredients, which is chocolates and strawberries, yeah. So sort of a rich, uh, rich and sweet kind yes, of smell. Exactly. And then and then I have a soft orchid breeze. So here, um, orchid is actually vanilla is an orchid, hmm. yeah. Okay. Right. So. Without calling it a vanilla, it's based on a vanilla note, yeah. Okay. And we've we've modernized it and we've freshened it up, and it's not so heavy on the skin, and it's light and fresh, yeah. Mm. Um, and then finally, we have uh, one which is called uh, sensual white musk, which is a very subtle but very clean note, yeah, and uh, it musky, yeah, and uh, very sexy, yeah. Nice. How do we? How do we get? How can we help you? To get to get these, these <laughs> or how these can you help yourself? <laughs> well, I, in, in, we're sure. we're here to give advice, right. yeah. And, and so, um, how can we help you um, figure out how to get the word? Which and by the way, we haven't yet mentioned it's PrincetonPerfumeCompany.com for those who are looking to yes. to to see the scents yes. themselves. Yes. Um, yes. So. Um, so you can now mm -hmm. purchase online. It goes through Etsy. That's yes. that's one one way. Yes. Um, exactly. Have you? Um, do you have any retail distribution? I do very little, but but you know, I'm I'm very proud of what we have, and I'm I'm very happy with. I would say the support that I'm getting from the retailers. I have one um, Carella's chocolate in Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, the 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 two ladies there are just wonderful. You know, they 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 just totally accepted the product. And uh, I subsequently found out that actually one of the daughters works in uh, another company, and she works with candles, so she knew a little yep. bit about the performance, and she was very happy. And uh, and so we have a we have a, a actually quite a large shelf presence in Corellas in Hamilton. Um, the one I'm really proud of is is um, I've actually got products in the American Rose Society. Ah, okay. They're, <laughs> they're based in Louisiana. Okay. And they have a gift shop, but they have a big headquarters in uh, in in Louisiana. So I I just called them. I just you know yeah. I I, I was thinking of registering the name Red Velvet Rose. And and so I I googled it and and I come across the American Rose Society and I thought okay I, you know I'm gonna advertise just that one perfume in the Rose Society magazine, right. thinking it's a very very small audience but it's a very loyal audi audience and they will read that magazine un unlike most magazines which is thrown away. I call I call them and uh, somehow the conversation went from advertising in the magazine to 
hey, can you send us some products? Which I did. And they then came back and said, we love these products. Can, you, can we set up a deal? So we did. Good. And, wow. uh, and they are now my biggest, biggest client. Super. So this this yeah. this works. <laughs> I think I think yeah. There, they, there was another learning there, yeah. which was that sometimes you have to remember you you know you don't sell to companies, you sell to people. Always. Yeah. Always. That's and what we all. That's the way we do our businesses yeah, also. And right. I I guess you also found from your experience that it's not just a department store where other drugstores, I used to work in a drugstore when I was a kid, yes. and during the holiday time, there was a huge amount of perfume yes. sold. The rest of the year, maybe a little bit, Christmas, Hanukkah, yes. a huge amount came in. So you're looking to really sell in places that are a little bit different. I am now. I am now. And, and most of these places, you're right, most of these places, uh, the, the best season is, is around this time of the year, which... You know, for me too, at the moment, it's the best season. But I honestly don't want it to be that mm -hmm. way. I would, I want the the certainly most part of the the year to be filled with uh, good activity. Yeah, and and uh, and so um, the type of client, the type of customer is is first of all in in terms of the products I sell are mainly for events. Yeah, so uh, we now, you know, if you look at uh, Valentine's, for example, Father's Day, uh, and then and then we come on to the summertime when it's it's just totally nothing. nothing yeah, uh, and that's fine. Yeah, um, it's downtime, and that's when really, you know, uh, you, I re tried. I'm going to revamp, and then we come on to. Uh, gearing up for Thanksgiving and uh, the holiday season. Yeah? So you mentioned Father's Day. So you have men's sure. colognes also. I'm actually developing men's colognes. Yeah, and I'm actually uh, I'm working with uh, a local person here. He's his his name is uh, Jeff Appleson, and and he his uh, company name is now Jeffrey Scott, and he's a men's high end men's tailor. So he makes men's suits, like you know, $3,000 suits, yeah? Yeah, I've got a couple myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, th this one I'm wearing I today was $4,000. 5000 with the sleeves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so, so Jeff, Jeff and I know each other through the Chamber of Commerce, and, um, and I contacted him with, with a range of five men's fragrances that I was planning to launch. And uh, he, at that time, said, "Okay, I'll take them away and I'll, I'll use them and, you know, find, f find what, if there's any feedback on them." And he came back and he said, "They are all fantastic, but I want to launch them myself." Hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be like a private brand. So it's going to be a brand. Okay. And that's fine. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're working on a men's cologne range. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, for Jeffrey Scott, okay. Uh, so from that spawned the next pillar of the business, which is branding, yes. branding for other people, uh, own branding, and f for that we now look at uh, corporate gifts, 
Okay, so just today, for example, I, I delivered a set of packages, just a, uh, a three-ounce candle with a personalized card in an organza bag, yeah, for fifteen dollars, yeah. And uh, he was a title agent of all people, yeah, you know, but he wanted something which would be more than just a bottle of wine, something which created brand uh, awareness. Yes. Yeah. So I delivered uh, those today, you know. Uh, two weeks ago, a golf club in Skillman asked me to prepare some candles for them. So I brand, I brand it with their own label, mm -hmm. uh, package it and everything, and deliver it so they don't have to do anything. I personalize the card for them. I put the, their logo on the card. And so that's, the, that's the, uh, the, the next pillar of the business that spawned from that discussion with Jeff. Well, you know, I mean, if, if you look at it that way, I mean, the possibilities are almost limitless. I mean, it's almost like, you know, like fancy golf courses or, yes, exactly. you know, anything, yeah. anything really high end. Yes. Like yes. Ferrari. Maybe you could be like the Ferrari candle. I mean, that would be. Ferrari have a scent, believe it or not. They have a scent. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure, yeah, sure they do. They do. I'm sure they do. They do. In Does fact, it smell like a rubber tire? Or, or? <laughs> well, I, I don't know exactly, but... Uh, <laughs> it smells like 10W40. <laughs> 10W40. <laughs> but really expensive Italian 10W40. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I want to bounce back a little bit to, sure. to, the, to the internet side. If somebody asks, can you send them a free sample? Is, yeah. Is, Okay, so so so, what do you send? What 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 do they get? I have um, I have a small, it's like a five milliliter rollable bottle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I can prepare the perfumes in those bottles to send, um, and then for candles, you know, sending a large candle is just not is not viable. No. But what I have is a small votive candle, which which I st I stick on the back of a card, a business card, and actually I've patented the idea because the uh, again it's it's about promotion and the fact that if you give someone a business card, they will throw it away Correct. or put it in their pocket, put it in a pile, and never come back to it. But if you stick something on it so that and it smells, and they cannot throw it away because it's valuable. Right. Yeah. So they have to use it. Yeah. And it stands. It, the the candle acts like a stand. So I've I've applied for a patent. Let's see. Interesting. Yeah. That would, but that excellent. would be a that's a great and and the traction I'm getting from actually people wanting samples using this is is amazing. Good. Yeah. Well, I mean it's another branding opportunity. It is. I mean yes. it's, it's and I've called them remember me cards. Yeah. I would definitely yeah. buy something like that. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of people, I've got people who've come to me and basically given me their business cards and asked me to essentially select. They select a scent, and then I I actually sent their card with a votive candle, yeah, and give it back to them. Mm. And they they give it away to their clients in shows, yeah, things like that. We'll have to talk about that. Sure. So I, I, during the conversation, I was thinking about the competition out there. I would imagine that somebody that's buying your product could buy any other perfume. Yes. But they're really, I guess your target audience are looking for something different. Is yes. that what you're... Yes. Find that's your whole concept. 
that's the whole concept. Uh, and it's based on, yes, exactly, something different, something which is not mainstream, and within my industry, something which is uh, customizable, yeah? um, something which they can call their own instead of um, you know, someone else having the same perfume. You know, this can be their own. Yeah, and they can customize it to be their own. Um, it's 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 a, an interesting concept, I have to say, but at the same time, <laughs> to educate the customer, because most people rely on big brands, and and they will buy big brands because that's what they see on that's the what TV. They see on TV. There's an established reputation uh, there, exactly, and the trust. Yes, you know. Uh, so why should they go for mine? Yeah, and the answer is. They should go for yours because they can customize. Yeah, they there can make it their own. They can make it their own signature. And although I don't say it, we put more actual juice in the bottle than the big brands. The big brands will will spend. I would hazard a guess at sixty five percent or more in packaging and advertising. For us, that equation is reversed. We spend more in the juice of in the bottle than we do in packaging and advertising. You know, one of the things I would imagine, because the sense of smell is so connected to your brain and your memories, yep. that I think it might be hard for a company to break in because... You, you have memories of, of certain perfumes or certain senses that are certain brands. And yep. and in order to kind of break new ground, I mean, that's... Yes. I mean, that's I, I imagine that's kind of a heavy door to knock on. It is. It really is. And it's it's one that, uh, that I've been thinking of a lot. I think I've arrived at uh, an, an idea which, which I think will... Um, change it, change that direct head-to-head -head competition, change the framework, and uh, we're in the process of making a range of perfumes along the similar lines of Red Velvet Rose, Passion Flower Kiss, but 100% essential oils. You know, and, I, and I'm I'm curious. Yeah. I mean, we're we're talking about scents and. And how beautiful things smell, and in wonderful memories. But how cutthroat is the mm. is the perfume business? <laughs> <laughs> very, very. Oh, I'm sure. Very cutthroat. Very overly saturated. Every year around the world, there are over a thousand new perfumes that are launched. Every year, it totally saturated. Yeah. So how many perfume companies are around just because they're copying other perfumes? Oh, lots. Lots that we know of and the even more that we don't know right. of. Oh yeah, yeah. There you know. And and not so much not so much in um in uh the US or not so much in Europe. But when you go to the Middle East, for example, where they love perfume and they love to douse themselves and bathe in perfume a lot of the time. When you go to India, 
Africa, there is there is a lot of there there are a lot of companies who who copy, who cheapen, who who sell very cheap fragrances, <coughs> but they're copies of mm -hmm. yeah, um, and there are a lot of companies in the U.S. and Europe who supply these people, mm. who make these perfumes for these people, and uh, and you know it's a very cutthroat industry, but. The reason being that it's in terms of margins, it's just an amazing industry in terms of margins. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's, I mean, you know, the, that's that's the power of packaging, for one yes, thing. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, you know, the idea that you've got, you know, for every dollar that, you know, that's spent, there may be pennies for the, for the content. Yes. And, you know dimes and quarters for the packaging and a lot of room for profit yes exactly yeah i i used to buy um, more cologne when i was younger and i was always attracted to advertising of course that's why i'm ultimately in the marketing business so i used to buy like aramis i don't even know if that's still in business yep. or not yes it is and why did i buy it for two reasons you can probably your guess dad. Your dad probably used to no, use it. My father did not, but the advertising the and the, the promotions. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. You, there was never a time where you just went in and bought the Aramis. There was always an umbrella, a weekend bag, something else, buy one, get something yes. else. So with all the colognes that were there, yeah, it was always which one is giving me yeah. something. So that's where the cutthroat yeah. part comes in, I guess. Yeah. Yes, yes. And... And it's it's so interesting um, how people make their decisions on which perfume they use, uh, and uh, and it's quite very very common that most people will will first of all the first perfume experience they have is their father's cologne. Yeah. Well, that's true. The first one that I used as a kid was probably like Aqua Velva, <laughs> which my father would have used. Yes, yes. That yeah, mine's yes. mine's Old Spice. Old Spice. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Brute, brute. or brute. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So, is there anything else you want to tell us? I mean, we've been rolling for a while, and and I I don't want to cut this short. It's been a fascinating conversation, but you know, what do you what do you want to tell the audience? I I just want to say, hey, have take a leap of faith. And 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 use some of uh, uh, our products. Use some of the Prince and Perfume Company products because we will not fail you. We will succeed you. So so why don't you once again give us uh, the contact information as far as your website or a phone number or however sure. you want people to reach out. Sure. The, you can go on the website and it's www.princeandperfumecompany.com. Uh, you can call 609-858-4236. 609-858-4236 or you can email info at princetonperfumecompany.com Do you yeah. have any shows coming up where people could see you between now and the end of the year? Or Yes, I do. So we can, yes. we can market this for you. Yes, on Friday, this Friday, tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow, session. Friday the 13th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there, yeah. Um, Friday the 13th, I have uh, a vendor show, show at the uh, Lifetime Athletic Center in Princeton. Plainsboro. Plainsboro, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there I'm actually, uh, actually presenting a set of essential oil blends, okay. yeah, which is the 
third pillar of the business, right. essential oils. Mm -hmm. And I've got five blends uh, and I'm selling those. But the next one, and anyone who's interested, I do a blending session. So I, I, I take people through, I've demystified the whole landscape of essential oils. I, I take people through the aroma of each of those essential oils and then, and then guide them to making their own blend, which then I put into a rollable and that becomes theirs. You know, so a lot of companies are actually signing up for that. You know, yeah, that because it's, it's self it's help, good, self care. Self care is very, very, uh, very important these days. And uh, yeah. and I've got I've got on on next week on the eighteenth, I have a I have an event with um, she's she's actually a, a re, uh, an estate lawyer in Princeton, R A O Rao Rao Legal, yeah, right. and uh, you know we have a we have a at their office or at their offices, yeah. That's yeah, not a public yeah. event. Uh, it can be. I mean, I can I can put invitations out. You know, I can, I can take people. So yeah, you know, if anyone wants to contact me, I'm more than happy to uh, invite them. Great. Now here's an off the wall question, but I have sure. to ask. I'm thinking about you talking about essential oils, and there's so much conversation about what's the oil that's part of uh, the cannabis? Is CD, what is CBD? Yeah, CBD. So now is that. Is that being used in perfumes at all? Is that possible? <laughs> Where is you know, it? Maybe I that's so funny maybe that's, the, that. maybe that's the fourth pillar of his of his business. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I have. If you smell CBD, it smells like weed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and some and, people like that. And some people like that. And I have a I have a fragrance, an aroma, which is called Streets of Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> which smells like weed. <laughs> But on the CBD note, only yesterday I went to see a supplier with the view to putting CBD in essential oil blends. So it wasn't such an off-the-wall question. No, <laughs> no but it was a good, good it's idea. It's become a huge industry. But it's huge. Yeah, it's yes. But you know, before we before we uh, completely wrap up, I have to say that. Um, listeners in in most states still probably need to be careful not to be doused in CBD oil mm -hmm. for fear of being arrested <laughs> un, without without justification. Yeah, you might get the attention of like those drug sniffing dogs. You know, <laughs> I talk no, about it's, no, it's my there. it's my perfume. I swear to God, it's my perfume. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's a very good point. Very good point. Yeah. But uh, but yes, yeah, so it's it is a big trend and it's a very very hot topic at the moment. And uh, yes, you know uh, why we have to capitalize on it. All right. On that note, uh, once again, thank you so much for coming. It's like I said, it's been a fascinating very conversation. But uh, and I'd like to thank all the listeners who are listening and signing up. So thank you very much. And I'm going to sign off. Rodney Warner, freelance commercial writer. Paul Schindel, Three Bears Communications in Princeton, Advertising and Marketing Communications, A to Z. Fred Peritsky, FCP, Digital Full Service Digital Marketing Agency, Richboro, PA, Philadelphia, PA. And you can find Three Ball Men Talk Marketing Podcast on Spotify and every place that you subscribe to podcasts. All right. And once again, thank you very much. And until next time.
Thank you for joining us at the Three Bald Guys Talk Marketing Podcast. Please join us again next time. Check out our website at three, the number three, baldguyspodcast.com. Until next time, may the good marketing be yours.